So we treat the ocean uh, like our global trash can. Sean Lee Davis, welcome to Breakfast with Bobsy. Thank you, Bobsy. Good to have you here at Mono here. Cafe. And what a wonderful space. Thank you. I'm loving it. I have Thank to you. say the coffee is fantastic. Thank you. It's doing the trick. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I'm a TV host and a producer and a filmmaker. Uh, I came from the magazine world. I used to be the editorial director of a large uh, publication here in Asia. Project Sea Change is a positive enterprise to raise awareness about environmental issues that I really want to get stuck into and involved with. So we try to raise awareness, but also trying to find solutions. We got a Maasai warrior to come out and march through Shonwan, the ivory trading district, and um, the government this year announced that they will uh, ban, or at least phase out, the trade of ivory. Maasai warrior walking through Shonwan, oh my god, I missed it. It was shocking because he walked into um, it was down Hollywood Road, and he, his, his face went ashen. He was like, all I see are dead elephants. My brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah. and he, was, he just couldn't believe that a city like Hong Kong is still one of the largest traders of ivory in the world. It's hard to believe, isn't it? It's hard to believe. I mean, Singapore right banned years ago. And it's not just ivory. Hong Kong is a massive shipment hub for illegal wildlife crime. We also want to raise awareness about other species that are being uh, impacted by this trade. Pangolins, uh, sharks, rhinos, all kinds of species that are now being um, gravely affected by basic greed. Yes. And uh, there's no reason why Hong Kong should be at the forefront of that trade. And we all know about sharks fin people still eat sharks fin in the city despite the numerous campaigns and years yeah. of campaigning and also the scientific evidence yes. showing that shark's fin actually is bad for your health because sharks, being the top predator, accumulate mercury and all kinds of uh, metals. Yes. The current show that I'm filming, uh, I've been diving around the world, filming species such as whales, diving with turtles. I just came back from Sri Lanka. Mm. In one day, Bodzi, we found three turtles that were wrapped in plastic. You know the, the beer can holders? Around their necks. Around their necks. Um, fishing nets. A, a plastic straw that is consumed here in Hong Kong that is thrown and gets, goes through a drain, goes down to the ocean, can kill a turtle thousands of miles away. Because turtles think it's a jellyfish. So we treat the ocean uh, like our global trash can. And plastic is not biodegradable. Plastic is forever. Yeah decomposes into smaller and smaller parts, but it never disappears, right? For at least 500 years, we believe. Yeah. We had the Stone Age, the Bronze Age, and now we have the Plastic Age. And that's how we're actually humankind is directly affecting the biochemical makeup of our biosphere that we call planet Earth. Yeah. It does make a difference if you can use utensils and you know, properly the cups like these, which yeah, can be absolutely. recycled versus something that yeah. people, even if it's thrown away, a lot of this plastic seeps or leaches into the oceans. Um, and as you see, just here in the, in the waters of Hong Kong, yeah. how many polystyrene uh, lunch containers yeah. you probably up and down the ocean and plastic bags. Yeah. 
where does that go? Into us, and, right. And, and that's what people need to become aware of. There is no such place as a way. Right. But what people aren't aware of is that when we throw plastic away and styrofoam and other human-made um, materials, eventually they come back into us. In Hong Kong, we talk about having at least 15,000 restaurants. Yeah. Mana saves about 2.5 tons of food waste by diverting it to farms to make good soil. So if mana is generating or saving 2.5 tons of food waste, what about all the restaurants in Soho? How much are they generating? Yeah. What about all the restaurants in Central? Hong Kong Island? New territories? Collectively, how much food waste is Hong Kong wasting? So a 5, 10, 15 minute meal is leaving a wake of pollution behind it for 500 years. It's if not a thousand utter, years. If not You've shown that you can make a profitable business incorporating your belief system and uh, doing it in a more sustainable way. Business as usual no longer serves mm. humanity. Right. It is profitable in the short term, but in the long term it's doing a lot of damage to humanity, including the people running the business. Additionally, it's been lower your costs, bring down your overheads and increase your sales. That's the model that we've been operating on since the Industrial Revolution for the last 300 years. But that is no longer serving the purpose, it's outdated. The paradigms of business have been widened, have been broadened to incorporate people and planet. So as a business leader, you need to think not just about profits or your commitment to the shareholders of the company, but also your commitment through business, through commerce towards people, that means your customers, people in your company, and humanity, and the planet, that means everything, the environment, the oceans, the soil, Mother Earth. And then you become a successful business person. Unfortunately, we're kind of at that stage where it's still about, it's like more of the alpha way of thinking like, I, I have yeah. money, I have a boat, I have a car, I have a private, you know. I feel it goes deeper than ego. I feel it goes to the core fundamental assumptions that we are born into. It's what you call a worldview. Mm. So we're born into this worldview. And we seldom if ever question it. So we are born into this materialistic or materialism worldview that sees the universe made out of matter or material. It's the same worldview our parents were born into, our grandparents, our great-great-great-grandparents, going back to, to the 1500s. And this worldview, I think, is the glue that glues all our institutions together. So I think this lack of awareness, this um, malice that's the heart of humanity, goes very, very, very deep to the core of our psyche, to the core of what it means to be human, how we view the world, how we view our relationship to nature. And my hope, and my hope has been for the last 25 years, or 27 years, is that people are shifting their worldviews from a materialism worldview towards a holistic worldview. So that means they see themselves and the universe and Mother Earth as one. So whatever happens to the Earth happens to us. And this transformation is where hope lies. You're right, people are seeing the, the, the limitations of this 
structural materialistic system, mm. kind of going all the way back to Newton, this Newtonian view of the world. Whatever you view is how you measure it. Yeah. Uh, we're now going to that quantum realm where, which is what hippies or these transformed people believe in. Uh, Einstein was a big hippie. He was, he was. And that's, that's incredible because, you know, people think of Einstein as the quintessential scientist, but he was actually more about creativity and the imagination and tapping into the holistic uh, realm. Science is now beginning to measure these quantum uh, kind of trends or these quantum phenomena that the neo-spiritualists have been talking about for decades. Mm -hmm. And that's what's really interesting. The scientists now measuring that consciousness can actually be, or your, you know, your the, the ECG of your brain can be measured outside of your brain. So yeah. are we actually downloading consciousness? Are we projecting it, or is it? We used to think it's all in here in the brain, in right? The brain, yeah. But, but actually, they're now measuring that it can be outside of the brain. So then, so now we know that the mind is not the brain. Right. The mind is much bigger, thanks to the great prophets and artists and philosophers and poets, and thanks to the scientific revolution through quantum physics, we know that the building block of the universe is not just material, but it's also energy. Like, the universe is conscious. This WWF published a report saying that if everyone lived the way Hong Kong people live, you need we, three we will need three planets. Yes, and that's, most people in Hong Kong don't realize that. We need to be the change we need to see in the world as the cliche goes. Mm. Because this is how change happens. It change happens in our minds. Once we change our minds, everything changes. The late Willis Harmon in this book, uh, Global Mind Change, refers to it as a global mind change. Collectively, humanity has a mind, and if that changes, so does reality. We are one of the biggest uh, wasters in the world. If you look at our ecological footprint, we have, I think, the second or third highest ecological footprint, certainly in Asia. Mm. And it's this expensive city to live in. We have to concern ourselves with making money. But we have to do it in a more uh, creative and conscious, environmentally aware way. It's more effective if you can make a business sustainable by doing sustainable things, which is what you're doing here in Mana.